What up guys, here we are, episode 115, pardon the music in the background, this is my typical Sunday, I throw on some hip hop, and uh, I get dressed and ready to go, I get started with the podcast, I do these intros, and uh, I just didn't feel like turning the music off, I'm jamming right now, feeling good. We have Lex Olet, Lex Olet, Lexi Olet, she's a... Uh, a wonderful Instagram follow, a positive female role model, and just a positive person in general. She travels. She's very well versed in that realm. And uh, honestly, I just wanted to have her on the podcast to talk a little bit about travel and uh, health and wellness. And we had a really good time. And I think you guys will like this episode. And good thing, good news, guys. This is the last time we're going to have to ask at least this year for your vote for the best of in the pitch awards uh this is like the last there's like two days left or something like that to vote uh thepitchkc.com best of and uh, you can find me in there and vote for me appreciate you guys love you here is uh lexi olette with a very fun episode We're starting in three, two, one. Lexi Ule. <laughs> Olette. Olette? <laughs> yeah. Damn it. I, it looks a lot cooler than it I is. I wanted it to be French. It is French. Isn't that, they have T's in French? It's not Ule? That sounds a little Spanish. Don't really? Think. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, if you listen to my dad's family in Canada say it, it's more like Willet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. It's beautiful. Are Thanks. you Are you from Canada? My dad's family is from Canada. Both? And your mom is from where? Well, her side of the family, well, <coughs> her mom's side is French Canadian and then oh, wow. her dad's side is like Italian as can be. She's got Italian on both sides, but his side is mostly Italian. Where did you grow up? Connecticut. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Connecticut, Connecticut. What do I know about Connecticut? There's nothing to really know about Connecticut. My parents, I, I grew up as a military brat. And even after I graduated high school and moved on with my life, my parents still stay in the military. And they stay, They lived in Rhode Island for a little bit. Okay. I went out there. Rhode Island's like my second home. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's they're all so small and like close together that it's all the same shit. <laughs> I love my mom's family is from Maine. Okay. And we would have, and I grew up in Michigan, and we would have uh, family reunions every summer, and the people from Maine would come to Michigan, and they would always bring uh, big coolers full of lobster, uh, clams, mussels, mm. seaweed would be in there to like keep it fresh or something. I don't know what it was, but there was all like the seaweed with little bubbles in it. Yeah. And, oh, little Debbie's devil. Uh, devil dogs, devil cakes, uh-huh. devil dogs. You, I, you can't get them anywhere else, I guess, or at really? least re- I think they're regional. At least oh, back then they I were. I didn't know that. You know, this was like the 80s. Okay. Um, Best seafood ever though, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't beat it. I hate having seafood here because it's like, oh. <laughs> where's a, Yeah, where's a good place to get seafood around here? Yeah, I don't know that they're, I mean, for being in the middle of the country, they, they don't do a horrible job. It's just you can't compare to food that was caught this morning to food mm-hmm. that's been sitting so 
flown across country. Right. It's just different. It is. It's all right. There's some decent, decent calamari. Yeah. I guess. It's like hard fried to find. calamari. Yeah, I like calamari. No, I like grilled too. Like uh, oh, I don't tapas. Think I've ever had it you like ever been that. to La Bodega in mm-hmm. the Crossroads? It's like a Spanish tapas place. No, but it sounds delicious. It's really good. They have like this grilled octopus and it's like the tentacle the tentacles mm-hmm. the best part i don't like those rings get out of here with that bullshit yeah with those fried rings like <laughs> that could be eating anything that's tasteless and nothing i want the tentacles i want to know that i'm eating yeah an octopus or a squid so my mom's side the italian side of the family we do christmas eve and christmas with them and my grandmother's thing every year growing up was her calamari salad and it would go like crazy but it was like the raw, I mean, it was cooked, it was boiled, but it was calamari, and it used to gross me out as a kid because oh, you would yeah. see the denticles. I'm like, I'm not eating that. It's a weird but, texture. <laughs> yeah, but now that I'm older, I'm learning how to make it so that I could pass that along one day. <laughs> yeah, I guess we should probably talk about who you are for a minute or why <laughs> I have you here. Um, basically, Instagram, how I get mm-hmm. all my my guests, but I noticed <laughs> that you are. Uh, and really into fitness mm-hmm. and you're into travel and then you also are into CBD I guess because you kind of hooked me up or and you're a part of Green Grove CBD mm-hmm. company um, so yeah a little traveler and fitness person <laughs> Instagram model influencer no. well I don't know do I come off like that <laughs> uh, Instagram model for sure oh Thanks. Instagram influencer. Sure, why not? Because you got positive things to say. Yeah. Um, you're a good, you're a good gram. Thanks. I guess I never really considered myself to be that. I. That's why it's so great. Those Thanks. fake phony ones that are like, they want to be influencers. You can just tell, you can see through it. Mm-hmm. It's nothing but selfies. <laughs> and it's just like, all right, we get it. I like to think of myself as a sharer. rather than an influencer um which not to like shit on influencers by any means i mean they're making livings doing (laughs) they're making livings doing like what they do which is i mean i'm kind of jealous like i'd love to make what they make it's a a good hustle i mean if 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 you yeah there's i don't know i don't see any reason why you could you couldn't do it if you you could be one of those types if you wanted to do it yeah you could do it but that's a lot of work and it's also a lot of I mean, I guess there's a lot of different influencers, and and I like the way that you're going about it because you're not going about it as being influencer. You are very positive. You're all about positive vibes and just positive energy and just fun energy. You're just and you're authentic. Yes. Nothing about you is fake. But you you could you would be the type that could get away not get away, but could make a a killing in a racket as a fake influencer. Like I'm gonna go for like this hustle. I'm gonna put on these super tight yoga jeans and do these little or yoga pants and do these little poses and go out in a field and just you know you know the typical look at me look at me i'm right i'm a pretty influence you know what i mean and get the kind of wrong attention but it's an attention that gets people paid that's something you could easily do but i respect the fact that you're not going that way and that you're like this is just me well that's a huge compliment thank you yeah (laughs) i i that instagram was my always my personal page i guess and um i for people wondering what is it before because maybe they want to instagram you right now 
<laughs> it's Lex Olette. It's just my name, Lex Olette. O u e l l e t t e. Just not slow as it down. Cool That's hard. L e x o u e. Yep, L L E T T E. Ule. <laughs> I mean that sounds fun. I kinda I like Lexi that. Ule. You throw a little flair into it. Ule. Um yeah. yeah, no, so I um a while back, I don't know, it was probably like a year and a half ago, started a blog to kind of basically what had happened to me was I saw all those fake influencers and fitness models and all that and it was mm-hmm. like, wow, like they're super fit and they're having the best life and I need to eat like this to look like them and do this kind of workout to look like them and it kind of steered me down the path of like disordered eating and disordered body image yeah and so once I kind of got through that which took a long time and it will still always be a struggle I mean I think everybody has how old were you when that was kind of starting um probably around 20 okay Probably like 19, 20 years old that that started to happen. Ugh. Yeah. And I, I... The danger of it. I mean, that's part of the dangers of social media, especially... Uh-huh. I was so unhealthy. For, especially for women, young women. It's just so dangerous. I was um, getting up at five in the morning and going to the gym and doing cardio in the morning. And then I'd go home, shower, go to class. And then by midday, I was sleeping on the couch for the rest of the day because I was eating so little and working out twice a day. And it just, it's unhealthy. And like so many people are doing that. And so I wanted to. You weren't informed, right? We're, we're like, we're I thought you, I was. Right? That's the thing. I thought they know what they're talking about. Obviously, they look like this and they're living their lives like that. Like I thought that that's how you did it. But were, were they not, were they telling what they were doing? Hey, I work out twice a day and I only eat yeah. very little. That's what they're saying? Yeah. Well, they'll be like, oh, you need to, you know, for breakfast, have two eggs and uh, two pieces of toast and then mid-morning you're gonna have three ounces of chicken and four ounces of broccoli and you know a low-carb wrap and then for lunch you're gonna have another four ounces of chicken and asparagus so they were you know and you could still find it on Instagram now um, meal plans mm-hmm. um, and most of them if you notice are very like similar and if you add up the calories they're very low calories it's like 1200 calories a day which is actually the dietary requirements for a toddler like that's what a toddler needs to get through the day not a woman in her 20s working out right hard like lifting weights and where are they get so yeah where are they getting their information well that's where it was coming from it was coming from those influencers oh so i wanted to create a space on the internet on Instagram that was not that that was something different to say hey this is going on but you don't actually need to do that like you can be healthy because that's not healthy that's just leaning out and being you know not eating what your body needs or you can eat a variety of different foods and eat the things that you enjoy and have cravings and eat a piece of cake and it's okay like you're (laughs) still healthy you need to have balance Mm -hmm. and you could still work out but in a healthy manner that's not damaging your body right um so that's what I wanted to that's what kind of started me and travel is, was always like a passion of mine that I kind of put on the wayside because I thought oh I need to be doing the research to find out how to reach these people so I was like taking many courses and stuff on Instagram marketing and things like that reach what people just women who needed to hear that okay, okay. like how do I reach that demographic like okay. how do I spread the word if you will okay um 
and everyone was like oh you need to have a like a niche like you need to have one thing that you talk about on your Instagram I'm like you know what fuck you this is my Instagram I love to travel I love to take pictures and I'm gonna add that on there too Mm -hmm. so that's kind of yeah I've talked to some quote-unquote experts about how to grow my Instagram and yeah it's a lot of everybody has their own methods on what they think you should do and a lot of it is like personal it's supposed to get super personal Mm -hmm. and I guess niche too always helps I mean that's Mm -hmm. why my podcast isn't as big as it could be is because I don't have like a niche I'm not like talking about sports cars only or but that's what makes you different yeah and yeah I guess if you had a niche you might be able to reach a wider audience on Instagram but people aren't using Instagram like they used to what are they using it for now well now you have TikTok and TikTok's gone today is it I it's back it's back yeah are you sure yeah what happened was uh it was supposed to end today They sold it to Walmart. And they, not all of it to Walmart. 20%. So they sold it. So you're basically saying they sold a portion of it to an American company. Mm-hmm. For them to keep when? It. Last uh, night? Yeah, actually this morning. Oh, I was going to say, because like today was, <laughs> it was quick. supposed to, yeah. well, that was, yeah, the, today was the deadline. Like you were, TikTok was supposed to end today. Oh. In U.S. Like, that done. Too, yeah, that'd have to be more than 20. Okay. Well, it's, it's the Chinese companies. The big, I don't know. There's all kinds of theories behind it, but. Yeah, but TikTok's here though. TikTok's here to stay. I mean, it's fun. (laughs) Congratulations, (laughs) thirteen-year-old girls all around the planet, around North America. You guys got your TikTok back. (laughs) This generation is so promising. It's the the in-between generation. You want to call it? This generation that's coming up, I feel, is promising, but the in-between generations. Right now, they're fucking lost. Mm-hmm. Fucking lost. They got, you know, I'm talking people that are probably in the ages of, boy, 22 to 30, 32, you think? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the age. I don't think I'm that lost. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's certainly a lot of exceptions, but I just mean there's just a lot of, I don't know. I, and, I, and I'm just pulling this out of my ass. Just And, and it, I guess it's from local, just things that I've been seeing recently on the news, and I'm probably looking at the wrong shit, but, you know, I'm just seeing a lot of stuff that's going on in, like, Portland right now and D.C. and just these riots, you know? Mm-hmm. They're not... They're not protests anymore. I mean, some places are protests. Well, I love protests. These ri- but there's riots in Portland. It's just, they're just getting out of control, and they're just—I mean—they're even beating their own accidentally. It's just mob mentality is taking. Over. I don't know. I didn't mean to get political, but we kind of started. <laughs> off, well, you and I—I I feel uh, at least I, I got in a political mindset when you pulled up here. There was cops here out front, mm-hmm. and we—I—I I, I don't know had a very interesting encounter with a police officer as young Lexi here pulled up to the studio. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Well, I just didn't like really know what I was walking into when I hopped out. And then he said that, How confusing. I, I mean, I have a chief shirt on. He's like, you need to be, to be boycotting sports. I'm like, I do for what? Like, <laughs> I mean, I, 
I, I just didn't know like what the context was. I was like, why am I yeah. getting out of my car? And he's telling me that I need to well, like, not watch the game. And I'm like, um, did I miss something? What's going oh, on? Oh, wow. I didn't even think. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, that you just walked in at that part. I thought yeah. you witnessed the, the very beginning. Mm-mm. So this cop just, there was a bunch of cops here. They were dealing with a, uh, a dispute across the street here. And as they were leaving, uh, Lexi was pulling up. But the cops were leaving, and this guy sees me walking towards Lexi, and he and he's got his window down. And he goes, "You're awfully brave for living in this neighborhood." And I was like, "Uh, what? <laughs> what do you mean?" He goes, "You know, we're down here all the time. It's not a good neighborhood." I go, "Yeah, I go. I, I like it. I go. It's entertaining. This is where I want to live." <laughs> well, if you want to live here, I go. Well, it's where I can afford to live. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, yeah, I guess if it's afford where you can afford to live, it's where you can afford to live. I go, but I go, it's fine. He goes, well, we're down here all the time, and you're just, you're just brave for being down here. A lot of shit goes on. I go, I'm fine, and even when I have my kids here, I'm fine with them being here. Right. I was like, why are you telling me this? And it was just, it was a very interesting, uh, very interesting. Why, why are you stopping me? Because I'm a put together white man in this neighborhood like it seemed very racist like he was coming to me like hey white man you're my brother don't you agree it's kind of weird that you're living here with a bunch of black people here and i'm getting called down here all the time Sh- are you sure like you're, i was like i was very put off about it yeah. and then you jump out of the car or not jump out of the car but you just come out of the car because you're here and you have a chief's shirt on that you made i did you made this tie-dye <laughs> shirt it's dope thanks and he looks at you and goes, shouldn't you be protesting sports? And you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah, you're like, what? what are you talking about? And then so this cop, he's in uniform, stopping us, talking to me about with what I think is a, is a racial thing with me. And then, uh, then he starts talking politics about kneeling. He goes, Mike, he starts talking about anti-kneeling and all these. If you get paid millions of dollars, then you should stand up for the flag to, about the athletes and you shouldn't mm-hmm. be watching football. I'm like, bro, why are you even telling us this? You're like, just think because we're white, we're going to be on your side. Like, you don't know us. You don't know our political stance. It's just, it's just really off-putting to see a cop do that. Yeah. Like that to me, and and I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. Why is a cop in uniform being political? It's fucking weird. I just think this whole like time is strange, but I don't know. I'm not very like outspoken person, I guess. And I feel like there's so much conflict because nobody knows how to just keep their ideas to themselves, which, yes, some ideas need to be put out there, whatever. But I don't go out like saying what I think and making it known what I think. And you all should think the same way that I do. Well, you're, I can, just, you're you've got Canadian blood in you. You're, you're super nice. <laughs> I don't know. I just everyone's so like, you should think like this. You should think like that. It's like, dude, I can formulate my own thoughts and keep them to myself like (laughs) and and what a great place where again i think we can circle it back to social media Mm -hmm. i think that's i think that's the crux of all of this i think everybody has a voice and certain social media platforms especially facebook are geared towards getting us riled up and angry because that's what gives us um the most interaction that's Mm -hmm. what causes us that's the the emotion that gives you the most reason to interact with other people. Right. And so Facebook promote you know, 
mm-hmm. secretly promotes uh, their entire algorithm is based yes. on it. <laughs> like it's, anger. Uh huh. And then every you give everyone a voice, and you throw it out there, and then you feel like you can bring that into the streets. And, and when you fall in, I've been falling in the trap lately because I'm a troll. I do like to troll. <laughs> I love to troll people, and, I, and a lot of times I'll start a fire. And I'll walk away and I won't even watch. I, I started one just last, th- this past week I started one on my own page. And I started like, I, I'll reply a couple times, reply a couple times. And then I looked at, there's like 27 responses or something. I didn't look at any of them. I just knew it was all a forest fire of shit. But I just like to start little fires and walk away. <laughs> I'm going to set this on fire and leave. Yes. I like to troll every now and then. But yeah, you see these people that, are getting heavily invested online in, in, in these debates and they bring it out and about with them in real life. And then, yeah, it's crazy, crazy times. And, that yeah, we live in. It is. It is really crazy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, you can blame politics all you want, but I think a lot of it is social media. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, when there's something in the forefront of the media, it's like everyone's like you have to care about this Mm -hmm. you have to care about this and not to say that people don't however this world is full of problems all sorts of different problems um and i think that humans need to worry less about being so concerned about one particular issue and and thinking that everybody needs to be concerned about this issue because I mean I'm concerned about the issues obviously in the media that you hear about but I'm more passionate about like ecological things ocean pollution and stuff like that so there needs to be people who are concerned about all different things so just because maybe I'm not at protests doesn't mean that I don't care obviously I care there's but only so my many focus hours is in a day. Right. Yeah. It's like exhausting to me. I don't know. The yeah. I try to like I don't really watch the news or anything anymore. I'm like, this just makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, I I just kind of made a you know, I <laughs> I talk to myself. I'll admit it. <laughs> if you don't talk to yourself, I think you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm talking to myself today, self. <laughs> I feel like you've been getting a little too invested in politics. Mm-hmm. Just with not not even like getting political conversations. I'm a little bit on Facebook, like I said, trolling. But also just, just consuming. Consuming a little too much politics. Because like, I know what's going on. And it's super annoying. And I, I just, I, I'm so much happier when I'm not in that realm. So I'm thinking of like this political season... 2020 this election and all this as a sporting season (laughs) and this whole sporting season i've just been i've been just deep deep into it just i'm i want to know what's going on i want to see i don't have a team i don't care about the left team or the right team i just like watching this it's like a ufc fight i just like watching them beat each other up Mm -hmm. they're both fucking idiots i hate them both i hate both sides (laughs) I, I, i want some people on this side and some on this side and whatever Whatever, but to watch them from an outsider's perspective fight, it's kind of fun, but you do get invested. But I'm looking at it like that, and as soon as the election is over, I'm done. I'm turning it off. I'm not going, I'm not, screw the politics, screw, mm-hmm. just start, ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. I want to be 
bli- as blissful as I possibly can and start consuming more positive stuff like yes um, traveling. I'm su- <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh-huh. Which is one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here is because you do a lot of traveling, it seems. And I've been wanting to get more. Um, past couple months, I've months I've been toying with the idea of wanting to do a really cool trip just by myself at like in, in, in like I was thinking either Spain or Cambodia and, and coming down with these I think Cambodia is the spot where I want to go and I want to go for like a month okay or so mm-hmm. and just be by myself and just like get engulfed in that cult I want to run a lot like I want to run five or six miles every day in Cambodia not every you probably yeah good fucking luck <laughs> Okay, no. Why <laughs> no, not? Because it's like 116 degrees with like 90% humidity. Like you can't oh, really? breathe just sitting there. Yes. All the time? <laughs> I mean, What's the winter I'm pretty like? sure. I went in August. It was in August. It's so, um, is it like here? It's like 116 and in, in, in humid? Worse. Like it's, it's worse than here? I Oh, no. Don't tell oh, me that. Yeah, but is it shady? It's, it's jungly, right? Is there like a, uh, a three mile? It doesn't matter. It's so humid. Like. Oh. It just isn't. I mean, I'm telling you, I was drinking water bottles like this, like the big water bottles. And like, I still wasn't peeing because I was just sweating it all out. That's how hot and humid it is. It's crazy how hot and humid it gets there. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> Sorry to like no! crush your running dreams. I mean, try in the winter. I don't really, I don't think it varies that much. I think in their winter it gets a little cooler, but it's still really, really hot. Like what? Eighty-five so. and humid. Mm-hmm. Hotter. 90, yeah, I don't think that it varies that much. I could be wrong. I don't know. I didn't really look to see what it was like in the winter because I couldn't go in the winter. <laughs> I think it's so close to the equator that it's not. It doesn't change much. Uh-huh. It's not like here where we have seasons. Like it just is what it is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I will say I did a couple workouts there. If you do it like closer to sunset, it's not as terrible. I mean, I didn't run, but I did do some workouts there. I mean, I went running last <laughs> week and I was just thinking, wouldn't this be cool to do in like a Cambodia setting along a dirt road? It would be. With like some hills and some grass and trees and maybe you see some cattle and whatever you see. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, wouldn't that be cool just to run? Maybe some of those Maybe some of the locals are like, what the hell is this white person <laughs> running in the middle of our village for? This is interesting. They're probably all staring at me. I'm waving. Hey, I had this picture. I pictured it in my mind. This yeah. whole thing. And you just squashed it like a bug. No, you still need to go. I just don't know about the running. Okay. Try yeah. it. I don't know. Maybe running in the heat and humidity is your thing. Maybe it's not. Do it's not. <laughs> I, I, it's not at all. I, I, the only reason why I first got a gym membership at Planet Fitness was just so I could run on a treadmill in the summer. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to run when it's hot because it's hard to breathe. Mm-hmm. And for me, as soon as I get like really hot and sweaty, it, sometimes like you even get dizzy because it's like, okay, right. maybe I'm losing too much water here. Maybe oh, yeah. this isn't a good idea. Not a good idea at all. Oh, that would not be a good idea. If you get like Mm-mm. heat sickness out there, heat oh, stroke yeah. or something in it's the middle you of some... go to the doctors like you can't hear. Yeah. It's not... And you're going to rely on some <laughs> Cambodian to pick you up and put you on a cart or something to drag you to the nearest a vet. A tuk-tuk. Yeah, tuk-tuk, <laughs> tuk-tuk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. 
I'd still like to go to maybe Cambodia is cool. Go. I've never been anywhere. I've never been anywhere really. I mean, I've, I've a lot of places in the country and in, in this country, a little bit of Canada, a little bit of like border towns in Mexico, mm-hmm. but I've never done like a cool. That trip. would be a great place to go. It'll blow your mind. Yeah. Um, it's just so different. I mean, you see things on TV about third world countries and stuff, but until you see it in real life, it's like, wow. Okay, this is crazy. How come? It's just different. The poverty? Like the, the poverty. It's just like things that you wouldn't think about. Like here you go to the grocery store and your meat is like nicely packaged and in the refrigeration section, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they have these outdoor open air markets that meat is just hanging in that hot, hot heat and sun and there's flies and oh, they sell shit. it and they eat it. And it just is what it and is. That's what you're eating when you're there. Yeah, I, I mean, if you choose to, it, it's for for them, it's fine because that's what they're used to. Our bodies don't have the microbiome right. to be able to digest that without getting crazy we sick. We got the wrong bacteria. Right. There's no way to prepare for that, is there? I mean, you could take probiotics, but I don't know how much they'll help with that. Right. Like I wasn't eating from that market just because I didn't want to get sick there. Okay. Um. I, to be honest, in Thailand and Cambodia, I didn't really eat a whole lot of the local food, which in a way I regret because obviously you travel, you want to experience the culture, but at the same time, you don't want to get so sick there that you don't have access to like- You don't want to be stuck on a toilet for two days. Well, that too, but like, God forbid your body just can't get over something like that. What do you do? Like, I wouldn't even know where to go if I needed medical attention. (laughs) So you you have to be smart about it. I mean, you experience the culture in ways that you can, but like I said, you be also smart about get, it. Okay. Right. So what did you eat? Just like fresh fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, fresh fruits and veggies, especially like fish. Uh, fresh. I didn't eat fish. Yeah, okay. There. Where I went in Cambodia was not close to the water. Okay. Um. It's not all kind of. How far away was the water? I'm not sure. I went okay. to the Angkor Wat area. Okay. But that was going to, like, if we went to the beaches, it would have been, like, a few hours to get oh, there. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wasn't. Okay. I wanted to see the temples. Yeah. Um. So, what that was those kinda, like? Were those? Those are mind-blowing. Yeah. So, you know, have you seen Tomb Raider with Angelina Jolie? First of, of all. <laughs> no, well, no, first of all, how dare you? That's not Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider is a video game. Yeah, like, but they made a movie. From like 1995 <laughs> or some shit. That's the true Lara Croft. And oh, I had a, the biggest crush on a polygrammed woman ever. <laughs> 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 I mean, I was of age. I was like 16. And in that age of like, oh, hey, puberty hot fake yep. chick with giant yep. triangle boobs. <laughs> <laughs> but that, yes. But yeah, those video games were in those like temples like that. Mm-hmm. But yes, of course, I know the Lara Croft, uh, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, so they like worship her in that town by Angela. Oh, they do. Yeah, <laughs> there's pictures of her everywhere. Oh wow! She had like the her favorite restaurant is I don't remember what it's called. It's like some kind of pian- I think it's called Piano Bar or something like that. Oh, cool! And there's pictures of her, and they like she's on the menu, and they just love her. Nice. So, but I think she's done a lot of. I don't know if she's done a lot of like work there with the locals, but I I think one of her sons is adopted from Cambodia. Okay. Um, so she's like really connected to Cambodia too, but, um, those temples are crazy cause there are massive trees just growing out of them. 
Oh, trees. Yes. Like the roots like going down the rocks and stuff. It's is it ruining the cool. temple at all? Like is it ruining some of the structure? Yeah. They you can see where they've put supports in and some areas you're not allowed to go in because I guess it's not structurally sound. Yeah, how come they don't take those trees out? I think if they try to take them out, they would wreck them. them. Yeah. Oh, Mother Nature. I know. Ta Prom, I think, was the, um, like, sub area of Angkor Wat that that particular thing is going on with the trees and Mm. where Tomb Raider or whatever was filmed. Oh, okay, cool. So. Yeah, that's a cool, that's Mm -hmm. a cool culture. Mm -hmm. Did you have any of the Happy Pizza? No. No? How, oh, with the mushrooms? No, it's a weed. Really? Oh, no, I didn't have it. It's either. supposed to be like a cultural, I don't know, maybe it's a tourist trap thing, but maybe. I was watching. It sounds familiar, but I don't but know. Anywhere if you see like happy pe- happy anything, I think it's like got a lot of pot in it. Oh. Huh? I don't remember that. Okay. I mean, it could have been a thing. I t- it's been a few years since I went. It's just, I don't know, that's just from what I've researched i like youtube a lot so i watch a lot of youtube travelers did you hear about the ping pong shows in thailand no (laughs) he has (laughs) a a ping pong show Uh in thailand Uh how far is thailand from cambodia it borders okay so you you, easy to travel back and forth or well thailand would i want to go to thailand i mean it's an experience for sure okay what's a ping pong show um, I don't want to get I'm going to let you research that and everybody who's listening research a ping pong show. Okay. <laughs> Forrest Gump and shit? No. Uh, so it, it's it's like a sex show. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they have. I'm not interested in a ping pong sex show. I will give you an example of one of the things that they Did do. you go? You, is, you know this firsthand or is this yeah, something you We heard? stumbled into one like by accident. Okay, how? Totally by accident. Well, you, because they like try with? to bring you. I went with my best friend Kaylee. Okay, fine. And, and we went. You know, they try to like bring you in, and we went into this building, and they walk you upstairs, and there's this woman on stage, and this. I mean, a lot of other things happen, but the most memorable to me was this. Um, they have lady boys, and one of them was like bringing around balloons and giving them to everyone in the bar, and we're like, why are they? And there's a huge language barrier. Like, full, huge like blown language up barrier. balloons, or, or yes, okay. like a, a helium balloon. Oh, okay. And so I'm like sitting there holding a balloon, like, fuck, like what? What is gonna happen? Like something's gonna happen. They wouldn't just be walking around giving people balloons. Is it on a stick? Is it tied? Like just on a ribbon? Okay, 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 okay. And so this woman comes on stage and she shoots darts from downstairs to pop the balloons. No. I'm like, this Darts? woman is going to, yes. Ha, no. She, like a blow dart. I swear to God. <laughs> you, can't, you cannot make it up. How? You just can't. How? I don't know. I don't that know. It doesn't hurt. How does she, fit? I don't how, know. How, how did she learn she could even do that? When how? does that begin? Oh my gosh. She did some how other good was questionable she? things. Really? Yeah, but she was popping the balloons, but I'm like, you've got to be kidding like me. So she, I like have the balloon over here. I'm like, I'm going to get a dart in the eye out of a vagina. Oh, my <laughs> like, gosh. The diseases you would get from that. Yeah. We left after that real quick. And, they, of course, they, they like, want you to pay for, like, her popping your balloon. For her I'm like, ability. I did not ask for this. Like, I didn't want the balloon. And, yeah. Was it, it was like, just, a dollar? I don't remember what it was. Do they ask for a certain amount? Or they're like, hey, give me money. 
I mean, wow. I mean, you, you got to give it up for her. you. Got to give yeah. a chick a dollar. Like, yeah. oh, no, I might I, find it reprehensible. <laughs> it might be disgusting, but. Damn it, lady. That is a skill that you've honed, and I appreciate uh-huh. and you. It's not for me, she, but yep. here's a dollar. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> the, I don't even remember what the conversion rate was, but they have Thai bot as their um, currency. And uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't remember if they asked for a s- specific amount. Like I said, there was a big language barrier. Like, Okay. A lot of... Thailand and Cambodia was just kind of trying to figure it out. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't think it. Yeah. Okay. So. How naive yeah. and ignorant and. I mean, we had heard we had heard of ping pong shows, and we were kind of like curious as to what actually goes on in there because you hear things and you're like, no. Right. I want to see is the donkey show real? Do yeah. I, yeah like is this what, a really a thing? Or is it just a rumor? Ping pong show. Yeah. Darts. And they make it sound so innocent. Oh, come to a ping pong show. I'm like, these people are going to be doing crazy tricks with ping pong, like, tricks. And right. Some force gum shit. Yes. I want to see that. Yeah. I would love to see that. Well, I, I just, again, a YouTube video. I just watched a few days ago this kid doing ping pong tricks. That Like, he puts, like, a bunch of red solo cups, like a big arcing thing. Uh, you know, like a, I don't know, an arcing. Like a, yeah. You know, 10 cups that do a big half circle. And from the other side, he'll spin it and it'll go do, 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 like all perfectly right around it. And then he'll put it into a cup. That's cool. Like all these cool little popping it in a, yeah. Like just trick shots. Trick and shots. Stuff. Like, yeah, I would mm-hmm. love to. I'd go to a, when you went to that ping pong show, was the clientele mostly locals or is it tourists? Like, what is. It was like a, very empty in there. Okay. Actually. And there were a couple of, older men to our left who I think were locals and then I want to say there were a couple of other tourists but I think I was so like taken aback by what I was seeing that I was just kind of like I think we need to go (laughs) did you so you went with one other Mm -hmm. female is that scary for you at all for you know just to you know Uh Good looking white chicks in a country like that doing like is it I mean, I think our families probably thought we were a little crazy, but as long as you keep your wits about you and you're just like aware of your surroundings, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I was mostly concerned about like getting robbed or like pickpocketed mm-hmm. than anything else. And we were always together. We never went and did anything without each other because like I said, like there's a huge language barrier. If we lost each other, oh, like right. how would we even you know so how did you figure out travel like did you do a lot of bus traveling or did you just like how do you figure out once you land <laughs> we kind of went in without a plan we wanted to I have like a that. plan i like that a lot in retrospect we probably should have just because again the language barrier really kind of screwed us up a couple times did so you know it, there was going to be a, lot, a language barrier um we did, and we we you know learned some words sure. to try to, but it's a tonal language, and so you think you're saying things right, but it could be a completely different meaning. Oh wow! Yeah, and that's hard as like an American to try to navigate because we don't do tonal anything. I mean, you it's could sarcasm, hear sarcasm, right? <laughs> you can hear like tones for emotion, but it doesn't change the meaning of the word. Wow! Yeah, so we flew into Bangkok. Um, we stayed there for a few days and we bussed to Cambodia 
and then we bust back to Bangkok, and then we flew. What's that bus like? Is it like chickens and and, and packed, super packed? No, it's like um, it's like a overnight bus that you would see here. Yeah, it was fine. I oh, mean, no. it the experience was not because you have to be careful around those areas because there are a lot of scam artists so like any i think that's i think that's worldwide at any bus station yeah, go to any greyhound stop here you're gonna get hustled from some dude trying to sell you a gold watch yeah <laughs> but they i mean they're mostly out so you think that you're on a legit bus to cambodia right like it's some government travel thing <laughs> uh-huh. and to a degree it is like they are like a legit bus company <laughs> quote unquote but they do still try to scam you. So they're going to tell you that you need to pay a certain amount when you get to the border, but you really don't like you got to, you know, go through this walkway and they're going to try to tell you you have to go in the building and pay for like some stamp on your passport, whatever. And then the area between Thailand and Cambodia is in no man's land. It is so strange. There's a giant like casino, but it's just like people walking like the buses can't cross. It's just so strange. So you have to be careful. You have to really do your research and know like what you need to do, especially to cross the borders and stuff like that and what to look out for. Like we bought, um, they're like fanny packs, but they go in your pants so that you could keep like your money in your pants because there's a lot of pickpocketers. Just stuff like that. I got some pretty tight jeans on right now. I don't (laughs) know that I can get a fanny pack inside there. They're small. They're really thin. They're meant to be worn in your pants. Okay. But um, funny mention, I just ordered my first fanny pack. Did you last night <laughs> on eBay? It'll be here in a week. There you go. Yep. But yeah, you have to just be super aware. Yeah. Weird shit like that happens. So. Did you go to the beaches at all? Yes. How long did you go for? We were there for three weeks. Was that enough time? Three weeks to a month. Yeah, we did a lot while we were there. So we did Bangkok. We went to Cambodia. We came back to Bangkok. Then we flew down to Phuket. And then we went to Koh Phi Phi. And then we went back to Phuket, back to Bangkok, and then home. Wow. So there were other areas that we wanted to see that we just didn't have time for. But That's a lot of I mean, traveling, it seems. A lot of sightseeing. Yeah. We wanted to see a lot. Okay. We, because Bangkok, there's no beaches around there. And I really wanted to see the beaches. So we went down to Phuket and Koh Phi Phi which are the beachy mm-hmm. areas, and then made our way back up. Yeah, I was thinking about, tell me what you think of my idea. Maybe I need to do more research. <laughs> it was just to go into like a small village or something near a beach and just stay there for a month and become like like a local, a local for a month <laughs> or five weeks or something like that. You can. Um, Would that be worth it or should I like go crazy and like go see this watt, go see this watt, go see this watt, and you'll see the beaches, travel to Thailand, go see the ping pong show. I mean, once you see one temple site, you've kind of seen them all. Okay, And if you're going to go to one, I would say go to Angkor Wat because it's like one of the seven wonders of the world or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, But we went to quite a few. Is it a wonder? Were you like in awe when you were there? Were you like, were you blown away? Was it like? By, just by how old it is, yes. How old is it? I don't remember off the top of my head, but thousands and thousands and thousands of years old. Like, and it's just crazy that it's still standing. Yeah. And it, you look at it and you just try to think about like, oh my God, what did, what did life look like for these people? What were they like? What was their day to day? What did they do in this room? Like yeah. who was standing right where I'm standing? 
So it's just really cool to see. I get, I yeah, that's the stuff that, I don't know, gets me excited. Yeah. Just thinking about like ancient history and ancient civilizations like that. Me too. What their lives were like. Well, and it's just so crazy to think about how far we've come in such a short period of time. Like, mm-hmm. if those people saw that we're sitting here with this microphone oh, yeah. in get front of us, mic. they're going to be like, what the hell? Oh, yeah, you got to get right up on it. Yeah, so. Yeah, oh, I mean, all you would have to do is bring your phone to them. If you brought your phone mm-hmm. back just 200 years ago in Salem, you would have gotten burned at the stake or drowned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. The witch, witch. Like, if you brought this back, right? you know... I, Imagine, I, I love, I wish time travel was I know, real I too. yet. I mean, maybe it is and we don't know about, no. Maybe it's getting, I don't know. I don't know if it's possible. I don't know. Could be possible. Mystery. It's good. Well, it's so funny and it has to be Photoshopped, I'm sure. But they like, I see things every now and then it's like, oh, so like this man in this photo from yeah. the 1800s has a. A cell phone or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was some, there was like a video of like some dude or lady that looked like she, she had a cell like walking through a scene with like a cell phone looking type thing. Mm-hmm. This person is from the future. Yeah, he caught her on. I was like, I wish, I wish. <laughs> I know that'd be cool. You know, the whole theory behind that is you won't be able to travel back in time until a time machine a time machine is invented, and then that's the last point you can go to. So, like, if we invented a time machine today. We couldn't go back in time. We could only go forward. That's kind of scary. But the forward time could eventually go back in time, but they could only come to here because this is when the time machine was invented. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. That's just one theory. I don't know. I don't know. Seems plausible. Yeah. Time is just a strange concept. It is really man-made if you think about it. It's just a, a, a measurement of distance, right? Yeah. From the current moment. Yeah. There's a really great, again, YouTube. They should be paying me for this episode. There's a great video on there. YouTube, please sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, it's, I think it's called A Journey to the End of Time or something like that. And it's like a computer simulation model of billions and billions of years into, like a, like a time lapse video mm-hmm. from now of Earth and everything that's going to happen. And it's super, super trippy because you just see like eventually, you know, eventually Earth just explodes. It just explodes and there's nothing left of it. And then all the stars you see up there, eventually they explode and they die out. All of them. All of them. And there's nothing left but just pure, quiet, cold darkness space yeah space i mean like be it's even worse than space because there's nothing anymore yeah and then it all starts and then it all starts over again that's so weird possibly yeah the idea of space is mind-blowing to me Mm Hmm. yeah space will trip you out Mm Hmm. this earth like i don't i get tripped i mean we were talking and and we don't have to get too into it if you want to but we were talking about like anxiety and stuff earlier and yeah, that kind of stuff can really. Oh, there's nothing like thinking about that to make you feel so insignificant. Yeah. <laughs> just think- it kind of puts your problems in check, though. It's like, wow, yeah. this really doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't. Like, I'm here for a blip of a time. Like, what is this? Like, what is life? What is this right. living? 
what is this planet that what how are we here why are we here we're like on this weird ball that's just spinning <laughs> in outer space like right. with other shit it's just it's just so weird and i don't think enough people think about that i think we all and, and i'm guilty of it too but just like we we get looking straight ahead or straight down we're looking at our phones we're looking at tvs mm-hmm. we get stuck we get stuck in these cities and you look up and you can't see the sky right you know we get marveled at the seventh wonder of the world one of, you know the watt mm-hmm. uh, we get the 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 pyramids the grand canyon we we get mesmerized by these things when really all you have to do is if you go out in the middle of nowhere with no light pollution and you just look up that shit should trip you out more than anything. Mm-hmm. Like those those stars out there, like every single star you see has planets around it. Yeah. Every single one of them. And you know, those lights, I mean, some of those lights is producing that light that you've seen was like 5 million years old. Yeah, it doesn't exst anymore. No. I, I think all stars are like that. Yeah, all star, yeah, all <laughs> stars are millions of like those the light that we're seeing is from millions of years old. Right. And like whenever cool shit in science comes up, Lately, there's been some really cool things that they witnessed one black hole eat another black hole. Uh, they just watched it, like saw it. Oh, my God. And, you know, this happened, I think, oh, I, I I wish I, I paid attention more, maybe three billion years ago, maybe. Uh-huh. And it created a, 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 a that, here, that, that phrase you hear, a, a, a ripple in time space. <laughs> it created that. And it hit us last year. No shit. Mm-hmm. 2019, a oh, time man. ripple. Is that why 2020 is so fucked up? <laughs> yes. Is that it? I think, <laughs> I think so. Like, I, I wouldn't put it past. Like, why not? Yeah. Why not? Like, you can, like, whatever. Be, be hokey pokey, science fiction writing, silly theories all you want. But why not? Yeah. Like, we're all, it's already strange that we're here. Everything about strange. like there was dinosaurs here millions of years ago roaming the earth before anything. Mm-hmm. And now we're here building these ridiculous structures that are only temporary. Right. There, we're not going to have any watts here. We're not going to have any pyramids here when everything takes over except for those ones. All New York City will be wiped out. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's so strange to think about. I love it though. <laughs> hey, you could just fall down a rabbit hole just thinking about all those kinds of things universe related and then for i bet it's even trippier for you when you're going to see these different cultures and what these people are doing and how they're living and well that's the thing is like that's happening on this earth now but we are so caught up in what we're doing Mm -hmm. that we don't even consider it like we don't we don't think about how other people are living halfway across the world i know and traveling opens you up to that and puts your life in check like, right. wow, maybe I should be a little more thankful for what I have because, you know. That's one of the reasons why I want to want to do this is mm-hmm. I just want to see, I want to get, I want to get involved in a whole other culture and just see like w- the possibilities out there. And, um, I, and it's such a far-fetched dream because, because I do have young kids and to like talk my ex-wife into like, hey. I'm leaving for let's all let no but I, I can't be without my kids like yeah. hey let's all let's go. move somewhere like um and again this is probably when I told you I was talking to myself recently <laughs> about the politics and why I need to be done with this season forever mm-hmm. is because I find myself 
having these these internal thoughts of what is happening to America right now? Like, I don't want to be hyperbolic and, and fear-mongering and thinking that this is the end of the American empire, but I feel like this is the spearhead, like the spear tip is just cracking and this is going to shatter and this is the, the fall of the American empire. And I'm just like, I don't want, like, you don't have to live where you're born and raised. Like, America's great. It's beautiful. Freedom. We have great freedoms and... and but we also have these traps of getting stuck in these jobs that we don't necessarily love so we can afford mm-hmm. certain amenities. And like just how important are those? Mm-hmm. Like when you can just live somewhere maybe else cheaper. But what does that mean if you're with family and loved ones, but you're in a cool environment that you, you love and appreciate? Why do you have to be chasing the American dream trying to be rich and famous and stuck in a fucking suburb mm-hmm. with a white picket fence? Like yeah. that's not, I mean, that's a, that's, that. you want to talk about anxiety and depression. You're going to find a, a lot more ang- anxious and depressed people in white picket fence in the suburbs than you probably are in, yeah. on a beach in Thailand. I'm, proj- yeah. who knows yeah. though? I want to find out. Well, yeah. And I you wanna... have to experience that for yourself to formulate your own opinions. Right. For me, I, I, throw me on an island by myself with maybe like the people that I love and what I need to survive. Like I'll grow my own food. I'll go fishing. That yeah. would be, I'd love that. Right. <laughs> I would love that. I want to snorkel for some crabs and lobster mm-hmm. and spearfish. I, I want to spearfish so bad. I think it'd be so cool to snorkel yeah. and shoot a grouper with an arrow. Right. And you're feeding yourself and you're, you're eating the way that nature intended. And, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know that like the people in Thailand and Cambodia are necessarily happier. It's just different. So like they work a lot harder than we do. You know, they're farming, they're doing whatever, but it's also a lot more populated there. And when I went, I was kind of like expecting these pristine beaches and it's going to be back to nature. Like this is what the world provided. But the, the beaches were really full of plastic and trash uh, and it was yeah. really dirty there. Um, so it was kind of like, I don't know, thinking about what you said, would you be happier there? I don't know. You'll have to find out. But Maybe for not me, necessarily I think there, would, but. Yeah, I, I just, I'm like, I don't know. That's what made me think that I'd just be happier on a island by myself and growing my own food. And, a hammock and fishing. Yep. A little fire. <laughs> Simple. Coconut little rum in that coconut <laughs> right import some little baby umbrellas <laughs> <laughs> awesome. i'm down mm-hmm. that's what i'm down for i'd love that yep. or a mountain like i'd like to be in a mountain mm-hmm. i like mountains but i like to hunt too so throw me on a mountain i'm gonna I remember you saying that. yeah yeah i'm gonna stick an arrow through an elk and bring home some dinner right mm. elk some trout from the stream mm-hmm. or the lake it's good eating yeah and that's a ma- yeah I don't know. Um, so during this time of COVID, has it prevented you? Like, did you have any trips planned that got canceled? I saw, were you in the Virgin Islands recently? Mm-hmm. Um, that was okay. That was like in the in-between space. I mean, you still had to wear masks and do the hand sanitizer everywhere you went and all that. But it was fine. Um, I would have liked to take more weekend trips around the u.s 
Um, I would have loved to plan something in like Yosemite or Yellowstone, um, which I think is fine right now in COVID. But Mm -hmm. I would just... It's so hard because I feel like I'm like wasting life away. Like I have time, like I want to go do it, but I don't want to get there and not be able to experience it the way I would normally would. Okay. So yeah, that makes I didn't sense. have anything set in stone. Okay. Um, I will say that <clears throat> traveling to go home to see my family has been more difficult. Like I went to Connecticut to visit my family and I lucked out because the time leading up to that, I was in the Virgin Islands and you didn't have to quarantine when you got to Connecticut. But if I were in Missouri, I would have to quarantine when I got to Connecticut oh, for, for like two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. And they have been like giving fines to people. Yeah. How do they know if you're quarantining or not? Know. I don't know. I think it's a load of crap, but yeah, it's, it's definitely an intrusion. Yeah. Um, so that's been more difficult. Um, it just sucks. It sucks. But I mean, there's travelers everywhere who are feeling the same way. I've been traveling. Mm-hmm. You went to Denver. You I went. Me. I went to Denver. Did I you f- go to I f- flew the yeah. I flew to Denver for I stayed like three days. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fine. the f- The flight was fine. It was one of the flights was packed. It was a big. Yeah. One. It was a big one. It had the three seats on the left side and the three seats on the right side, and it was packed. Mm-hmm. And that was from Chicago to Denver. Um. Yeah. Denver was fine. Uh, I I wouldn't go back. I would go back to Colorado and do steamboat springs type mm-hmm. things somewhere in the mountains. Right. Uh, but this was just like a, a quick, spontaneous three day stay in the middle of the city. It was a cool like twelfth floor, top of the floor. So you saw the mountains so, in the back. Yeah, I got to see, yeah, yeah, I got to see some mountains and walk around and enjoy the city for as much as we could. Saw some live music, which I've been missing. Um, and then 4th of July, I took a train to St. Louis. Nice. And it was the first time I've done something like that. And that was, that was really cool. Sometimes it's just like local travel, like that local travel like that is just as fun, you know? It's super fun. It's a complete, like, it doesn't matter if you're saying, say you're in St. Louis from Kansas city, that's like four hours away. Mm-hmm. It, and it, it, that does, that's not a very, very far trip and it feels like you don't it doesn't matter that you're for you're in a whole nother city it has a whole nother vibe Mm -hmm. you got a whole nother scene you're looking at new restaurants new people whatever it's like a whole you feel like you're on vacation right you don't have to go because there's other i look at it like well there's other people that are traveling to st louis from other cities like it's just it's kind of a destination like right not a huge destination any city now i feel like is a destination because they're so like cities have become so much more appealing mm-hmm. to go to like there there's more entertainment there's more like boutique bars and stuff that they're doing it's just cool i agree with you and a lot of cities have like their own culture yeah you know like come to kansas city we've got we got some jazz and barbecue mm-hmm. go to st louis i don't know you got cardinals bush <laughs> yeah budweiser yeah, budweiser Bush is there too, right? Well, they're on. No, Bush is Bush is Colorado. I think. Is it? I think so. I don't remember. I think they're the. I think St. Louis is cool too. Maybe it is. I don't know where Bush is. Now that I think about it. Yeah, I don't know. Milwaukee. Well, Anheuser Busch, so wouldn't it? Oh. Hmm. I thought there it was you go. St. Louis. I Maybe don't know. Anheuser Busch. Okay. I think we're thinking too hard about it. <laughs> I'm really dumb. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh yeah. Um. 
even just like the architecture in different cities. Yeah. Like the arch- like the buildings in St. Louis are totally different than here. And it's so big. St. Louis is big. Yeah. Kansas City's small. Yeah. Like it's, I've been, I've been really I can't I I've always yeah, Kansas City's small. Mm-hmm. It's a really small city and I think that's what I like about it so much. It's it's just big enough that you can call it a city, but it's pretty small. Like you go from the plaza to the river market. Yeah. And that's the city. That's not very far. I think what throws me off is like the metro. The metro is so big. Like metro's huge. Spread out. Yeah. But Kansas City itself is small. Yeah. It's but cool. I, I love that spread outness because you can be, you know, the city is 20 minutes from almost anywhere. Yeah. Liberty, Overland Park, Blue Springs, Wyandotte. Mm-hmm. You know, or yeah, it's all 20 minutes away. Yeah. I love the city. I I didn't really give it a fair chance when I was moving here. I'm like, oh, I don't know how this is gonna go. But when did you move here? Um, actually, so this time, this exact week, actually, in 2017. Oh, you've only been here for three years. Uh huh. You were Connecticut before here mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I've lived lots of other places, okay. but I'm I was I'm from Connecticut, what? and I was living there before. I what came brought here. you here? Um, work. Okay. Just a weird string of <laughs> events for work. Um, I was supposed to go to Florida and then my company was like, you should go to Kansas city. And I entertained it. Oh, but I you want like, to go to Florida. Well, the beach person right. was like, I need to be by the water. Like the ocean is so much of who I am. I grew up by the ocean. Um, and then that ended up not working out. And I was like, fuck it. I'm oh. going to try something new and I'm going to Kansas city, Missouri. <laughs> I'd be a little, I'd be like, all right, Kansas City, you better show me something. Yeah. I was going to, I'm disappointed. I could have gone to Florida. Uh-huh. Damn well, it. I just feel like here of all places is just so random. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, it's like uh, fate put me here for some reason. I don't know what it was, but I love it. I mean, and I feel like the people here really like kind of took me in as their own. I feel like awesome. I could be like, yeah, I'm from Kansas City. Yeah. No, I'm not, you know, right. it feels kind of like I am. I call it, I'm not from here, but I call it home now. Like yeah. I, I'm from, I, yeah, Kansas City is my home. I'm mm-hmm. a Kansas Cityan. It feels weird to say that. It does. Because I was born and raised in Michigan, but and uh, I've been I here mean, for so long. I'm a Kansas Cityan. Yeah. And I've only been here for three years, but I kind of feel that way. And don't get me wrong. Like Connecticut will always be home. That's yeah, where my exactly. family is. But yeah, this has kind of taken on like a second. You're like Dorothy. Home. It's your home away from home. <laughs> I know, right? You got some red slippers <laughs> on underneath that red shirt. Look There's at no you embracing the culture. You do got the Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs shirt on. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. Super fun. Are you going to be here for the foreseeable future or do you have plans to get the hell out of here? Uh, No plans. I mean, I bought a house so i'm kind of stuck at least for okay. a while um well you can sell a house yeah that's true um yeah no i don't i don't it's a buyer's market right now or seller's market right now that's true i just bought it though okay so i'm like not trying to sell yet what part of the town are you in i'm in independence oh geez louise mm-hmm. hello neighbor yeah very cool <laughs> all right well i'm not gonna i was gonna ask you off air and you can keep the answer very very vague because I don't, you know, people don't need to know. Yeah. And in fact, you know, I will ask about it af- on off air. Now that I think about it. <laughs> but it has to do with exercising. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. Okay. When we're off air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
<clears throat> yeah, any plans after COVID restrictions to could, like? Can we travel anywhere? Like, really? There's very like we can go to Mexico, I don't, Virgin Islands, probably Costa Rica. Maybe I don't Guam. think you can go to the Virgin Islands right now. Oh shit! Unless they just lifted, but soon after I got back, they said no more tourists. Like, where can we? We can't go anywhere, can we? It, yeah, you'd have to research the. I think Belize just opened, which is where I really wanted to go. Um, Belize. Belize, yeah, in Central America. Belize. What is? Why do I know Belize? What's in Belize? A bunch of cool shit. <laughs> Jonestown like, was Jonestown like in Belize. Uh, I don't know about the cities. That was Guyana. That was in Guyana. Okay. Never mind. Belize. What do Belize. I know? About? I feel like I know something about Belize. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know. Um, I want to go there. I want to go to Ireland. I just want to go everywhere. I'm supposed to go on a trip to Ireland with my family. Really? You want to go to Ireland, Charlie? Yeah. Let's go to Ireland. Yeah. I'm, I always seek out. My parents out. would like you. I'll bring you along. My parents would like you. <laughs> I want to I go and I want to. I'm Irish. I want to go and have like an official, like, like a serious Irish inspired trip. Like I want to get in a fight in a pub <laughs> 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 with an Irishman. You know, I want to yeah. fight an Irishman. Just let's fight. Let's say do <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get my ass kicked in yeah, Ireland right. and Dublin. <laughs> oh, yeah, fucking Yankee. I typically like look for beach destinations, but lately I've been wanting to go somewhere a little bit like chilly and medieval. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's like Halloween or what. Probably not, though, because I've been feeling that way for a few months. I've been wanting to go hiking more, which I love to hike anyways, but the mountains have been a little bit more appealing. The colder like Ireland's. Scotland. Yeah. I want to go up, explore. You a drinker area. at all? Um, I do like to drink. I'm not like a heavy drinker anymore. Are I you? get the worst hangovers ever. What do you drink? The worst. Uh, it just depends. Well, that might depend on why you're getting headaches. Do you drink like a lot of I'll get fruity a drinks? Like, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. No, because I know that that makes me feel like crap. Right? No. Um, I'll do like, it sounds disgusting, but it's Ooh. actually not that bad. Ooh, but vodka like and water. With like muddled fruit. Okay. Like meal? No. Oh, muddled fruit. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So you get flavor. That's but fine. You're also hydrating while you drink and then you don't feel like shit after. I mean I still do, but I not would, as I bad. Would, I would do like a a bubbly water. Like you know, like yeah. a Th- those give me headaches though. Because I used to drink vodka sodas all the yeah. time. And then I'm like, Well, why am I getting headaches? Maybe let's try water instead of the soda water and it helped. Yeah. Um, I mean, margarita every now and then. Just depends. I'll really drink anything. Whiskey gives me really bad headaches. Oh, I love a good whiskey. Love a good whiskey. It's tasty. Mm-hmm. Do you always travel with the same gal, or do you travel by yourself at all, or, or what kind uh, of travel I, mates? I mean, I wish I traveled more. I really haven't been doing as much traveling as I'd like. Um, I've moved to a lot of places by myself, but where all have really you moved? Done. What do you like? Like, um, what are some of your, I, don't I know. lived in Honolulu for a little bit. Oh shit. Uh, San Diego, Jacksonville. Those are like the main ones. I moved out here by myself. Didn't know anyone in Kansas city. And now you got a bunch of friends and yeah. you're, 
influencing KC with your positive energy and your pro <laughs> pro tips, pro traveling tips and pro eating tips and your you got some funny Instagram videos. Uh, <laughs> you were running once and had like a bee chase you for, oh like, my God. for like two days. Can I just tell you something? <laughs> Anything. <laughs> so I went to Pilates this morning. <laughs> and I'm driving on my way home. My windows are down because it's super nice out. And I hear like this like ding on my car. Like, you know, when a big bug hits your car and it makes a sound. Yeah. Well, I hear it like by my head. So it must have hit by like the window and this big ass bug like lands on my shirt and i like don't know if it's alive or if it's dead so i'm like driving trying not to freak out but for some reason this year bugs and i just have not been getting along it's the plague it's gotta be it's gotta be the plague but yeah those uh those things the bees and the horse flies really are bad and they'll chase you down and i have not been having luck with them lately and then you had a good you were going to try, it looked like you were going to try and start doing more of these because they were fun. And it might have been like a TikTok video where you're like working on like your house, <laughs> like house projects yeah. and stuff like that. So that first And those are I, so good. Like you've done a couple of them. Like do you like them? Are they funny? Because I, I really think they're just really good. It. No, they're, I think they're really good. I'm like, I want to see more of these. They're very entertaining. Yes, okay, they're I'll entertaining. <laughs> They're I just made it for my dad. Like I yeah, made it you were to saying send to my dad. I think I talked to you about that. Like when you first did it, and you yeah. said something. Like I made it for my dad, and I was like, "It's really good. You should do more of these." <laughs> my dad's like, "You have to put that on there because that shit's so so funny." I laughed forever about it. I'm like, "Okay, I will." I'm like, "No one's gonna think this is funny. Like you're laughing because you're my dad." No, it was, it was like, yeah, very good. More. Okay, do more. Good to know. You're very creative. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. What do you want to see happen with, uh, or do you want to see anything happen with your Instagram? Is there a certain responsibility you feel with it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I basically just want to keep doing what I'm doing. I, I hope that it reaches people in a way that's helpful. Um, I hope it reaches anyone, someone who needs to hear it. Um, and I hope that it helps to, you know, women especially who have gone through what I have gone through, kind of. Here, turn this a little bit. Then. There you go. Um, get up on it. Get through maybe something that, like, what I went through. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have any plans to monetize. I, especially now that I, like, kind of work in social media, I, I get how this influencer marketing and stuff works, and I don't really agree with it. I think people are promoting whatever to make a buck which is fine but like you have to do it in a responsible way like I would never recommend or you know if a company came to me and they're like selling their fat burning pills for example and they're like we're gonna give you 500 bucks to post a story about this I'm gonna say no like Mm -hmm. it hurts to turn away 500 dollars but I have a responsibility yeah and integrity to not be promoting that shit Mm -hmm. you know what i mean oh yeah and i i think that my niche if you will kind of doesn't leave me a whole lot of opportunity to work with brands because my whole thing is well just eat your fruits and vegetables and shit that makes you feel (laughs) good like you don't have to eat bars i mean yeah i have bars that i like i have you know companies that make healthy foods that i like but you Mm -hmm. don't have to eat that way Right. So it doesn't really, <laughs> I can't see brands wanting to be like, oh, we want to work with her because 
I'm not. That's not what I'm promoting. Right. That's a beautiful thing. Thanks. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I if I were to <clears throat> promote anything on here, it'd be something that I believe in. I don't want to just sell out. Right. I don't want to just sell shit just because you're offering me money. Exactly. Yeah, some integrity. Believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> Have some. Have some integrity. <laughs> They're all jokes, you guys. <laughs> Just because I got canceled last episode. I don't mean it. Uh, cancel like, culture. Yeah. It's here to stay. I guess. I don't know. I've already said you can't cancel me. Can't cancel me. Sorry about it. Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> No, not <laughs> not you, Charlie. Hate Just in general, us. you hate they hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> yeah. Um, what got you? So you're saying you you got kind of unhealthy because of the influencers and just kind of that stuck in that mindset and that lifestyle. What got you out of it? Like, how did you go from, oh my gosh, what am I doing to myself to I'm going to flip the script and, and turn this into a healthy lifestyle. It took a lot of work, a lot of inner work. I, at first, I had to recognize that it was even a problem because mm-hmm. I thought that like completely eating clean and eating chicken, broccoli and whole, you know, rice, whatever, brown mm-hmm. rice was healthy. And it's not like your body needs other nutrients from other foods like a, And so education but also first realizing that it was a problem like okay this isn't actually healthy I don't feel good Mm -hmm. I'm actually gaining weight because now I'm starting to binge on things because I'm not offering myself enough like if I want something eat it like I wasn't allowing myself to do that so finally on cheat days I'd go off the wall yeah (laughs) you know yeah and I just felt like shit and I was like okay something has to change here and so I started to recognize that and it, it's not like a switch that flips. You kind of have to start recognizing, okay, what kind of content am I ingesting? And it's not just social media. I mean, right. this has been, a, I mean, a well-known thing. Models, they are airbrushed, they're photoshopped. Mm-hmm. Like it's no, it's no secret. Like this has Barbies been a thing. from a very young age for, for, right. for girls. Yeah. Yep. Um, so recognizing all of those things and saying, Hey, this isn't actually the truth. Um, and you can listen to even interviews with models and they'll say like, my body doesn't look like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't always feel great about myself. There are things about myself that I don't like and hearing stuff like that is kind of eye opening. It's like, Oh, well I thought that you were perfect and you love your body and your body's perfect and to hear that you don't actually look like that all the time and you actually had to, you know, crash diet and not drink water for an entire day before your photo shoot. Right. So it's all very eye-opening and I think it was, it happened over a very long period of time, kind of unlearning all the things that I had learned. Mm-hmm. And I think just because we have learned this from such a young age, it, it's never going to go away. Like you, you're still probably always going to look in the mirror one day and be like, oh, I don't like that about myself. But you have to recognize what you're saying and flip the script on yourself and say, that's a very negative comment or idea about my body. Like for me, it was always my legs. Like I hated my legs. And I'm like, you know what? 
my legs are functioning. I could run. I can walk. There are people who cannot do that. Yeah. And I better be thankful. <laughs> right. So. And so just constantly or just so just you were unhealthy, feeling weak, and then you started flipping it mm-hmm. slowly. It's a slow change. Well, yeah, because if you think about it, you've been so programmed to thinking that you have to eat a certain way. And yeah, if you I eat outside if, yeah. of that, you're going to get fat. Well, no, that's not the truth. So. God, it's, gotta, it's hard being a woman. Yeah. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. It's really, I mean, we have. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, know how it is. No, it is. <laughs> and let me just. I, I know. I do. I have. I, I think a lot about these things. And I've been. There's this book I've been reading. Um the coddling of the American mind and it just it, a lot of it has a lot to do with social media stuff and, and the effects on, on young girls especially like pre-teens like the suicide rate has really skyrocketed mm-hmm. and it's you know a lot of it's surrounding about you know Instagram type stuff you know they see their friends their, their, their girlfriends that are getting all these likes with these pictures of them being skinny and f- you know the right poses and a little bit of Photoshop here and there and they're not getting Right. the same kind of attention or maybe they haven't developed as soon as these other and it's just it's exacerbated like that's all already been like i don't remember at that age how boys acted with the girls mm-hmm. that were more developed than the other and you could see that it bothered some of the the girls at that age i can't imagine now what it's like when you have not just your classroom you know your like your sixth grade class but now it's like blasted Mm-hmm. on the internet with so many other of your peers how hard that's got to be and, and i have a daughter she's you know only four right now and it's like one of the things that i'm just trying to educate myself more and more on and what figuring out like how do i raise her in, in in this day and age with this technology and with these traps out there like how do i make sure she knows that you know she's beautiful with no matter what mm-hmm. like she's just be happy with like how do you make sure that they they you can tell someone that be happy with yourself no matter what but you know the you know it's the quote, not so simple the, the comparison is the thief of all joy mm-hmm. and if she just gets into that life she's eventually gonna it's technology like mm-hmm. eventually she's gonna find social media it's just well I think about that a lot because I'm like okay if I have a daughter one day. How am I going to... I rent to, mine, by the way. <laughs> how am I going to, like, pre- prevent this the best I can? Like, uh, make sure that she feels good about herself and, like, it's ingrained in there, not, have, not like, letting her get to a point where she feels badly and then have to say, oh, no, you're great, you're perfect the way you are, whatever. And I think about all of the things that, um, like, I say out loud or you know just sitting there like oh god my my pants are real tight today like they won't button like being careful about the language that I use about myself Mm -hmm. will be important to a daughter should I have one one day Mm -hmm. you know and that's hard because I grew up in that in that culture my mom grew up in that culture my grandmother you know it's always been a thing Mm mm-hmm and hearing the women who that you look up to in your life talk negatively about themselves, not because they're consciously doing it. I mean, we just say these things like, oh, I'm so bloated today. I feel so fat. Ugh. Those things matter on the ears of a little one. 
So. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's not just social media. I mean, a lot of it is, but a lot of it is also. No. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, I'm not acting like it's a super new thing. I just think that it's exacerbated the problem. Like, like I said, like the suicide rate in Mm preteens is really, especially when it's, when it's people that, you know, you know, you see your, your classmates or whatever, um, with photos maybe that are edited, but Right. They don't realize it and they think, oh, Jenny from math class is perfect and her body looks like this in a bathing suit. Why don't it's it makes it that much closer to home. Yeah. Oh, it's got to suck. <laughs> I, I was talking to so I've had a, I've, a friend. From the show, uh, Braden Hopper, he's a mm-hmm. was a I know Braden. Oh, OK, you know, <laughs> photographer. And he was saying a lot of a lot of the females that he would work with to do like these cool photo shoots and photos with a lot of them were just doing it to like impress their high school friends Mm. like they just wanted to show off and like you know he would doctor a lot of them up to make them look a little yeah more attractive than they really are and then you know they would he said a lot of them were just they just were doing it just to show off to Mm -hmm. get those likes yeah but he's yeah Mainly they're like high school, like they got these, look at me now. Yeah. It's crazy. We're all just kids, aren't we? Trapped mm-hmm. with lessons we need to learn. <laughs> responsibility. I fuck responsibilities. Mm-hmm. I kick those to the curb. <laughs> I got them for a couple days a week, and then their mom picks them up. Bye-bye, responsibility. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's interesting life. Yeah. Interesting life being a dad. Is it, I mean, is it what you thought it would be? Or do you feel like well, this no. day and age is kind of. It's it's not at all what I thought I'd be because I'm divorced. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was going to be, you know, husband, wife, kids, wife, family. Kid yeah. yeah, kind of that type of thing. And I will say I am happily divorced. I've said that many times. I'm very glad like we have a cool relationship we're fine mm-hmm. we're great co-parents we're cool with each other no problems um but yeah it's it's different now it's not what i pictured but it's cool like i love being a dad like yeah. when i have them i I love it like i i love i just love being a dad it's great and Kids when they're cool they are they're, they really are they're just so cool just the way they think and the way they learn and I'm 40, so I have a certain amount of jadedness to me. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of the negative things in the world, and sometimes people, I think, sometimes I think people are idiots. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just have a bad day, and oh, this, you know, this person did, like, you just right. get bad days, and people are just, ah, people suck. But then you, you, you experience the life through children's eyes, at these young ages and it's just really fun and it's kind of psychedelic. Like I look at it, I look at my son especially and he looks a lot like me and he'll just <laughs> give me this smile. That's like looking at me when I was that age. It's like, I just looked at myself Yeah. 33 years ago, what I would have looked like, like, and then like his little personality, just, it's super fun and it's super exciting and it's different. It's got its pros and its cons, mm-hmm. you know, the pro- pros will, Certainly outweigh the cons in the long run, I hope. <laughs> it's 
return of investment on these kids better be you know <laughs> come on you better take care let's of me let's go Wilder. exactly <laughs> I, you, know, I, you put me in a home that's mm-hmm. right i'm taking you out of the will i don't need a huge <laughs> house just you know yeah i'm just kidding i don't care um <laughs> but yeah but then there are times where yeah it's, yeah it's great i love it that's awesome. but it's not yeah what i thought it would be it's a lot different but um in a lot of ways being a divorced dad is great yeah because i a lot of parents probably don't like admitting this but they'll admit it to themselves it's nice to get a break from your kids yeah it's well, nice it's healthy to get a break from your kids right too. and and it's healthy for the, yeah i don't know it's just it's just nice that i have them when i do and then when i don't i really can just do whatever i want mm-hmm. focus on focus on myself focus on the podcast focus on Right. friendships and relations just whatever you know just a lot more freedom to do and the more life. you take care of yourself the better father you're going to be yeah exactly just try to set a good example yeah that's all it is set a good example be a good dad love your kids that's it yeah figure it out eh we <laughs> <laughs> are all just figuring it out yeah that's my canadian I love it. You did great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. I don't, I can't even do that. But to be fair, where my dad's family is from, it's not, that's like a different part of Canada. Okay. They're French. They have French. Yeah. They, they speak a lot of French. They're yeah. Like and Quebec I sit there or and something. I'm like, or Montreal? Um, Quebec area. Yeah. Like closer to Quebec okay. and New Brunswick. Do you go up there at all? Have you ever been to travel to any Canadian? Oh, yeah. I've yeah. been there quite a few times. Oh, cool. Where my, where his family is from is. I always joke. I'm like, there's one road in Canada (laughs) because through the town, there's like one main road. And then just off that main road are a bunch of like dead end streets. Oh, wow. It's just it's a strange place, but it's pretty cool. It's beautiful. It's Canada's beautiful and clean. Mm -hmm. It's clean. Um, I wonder. So the area that they're from is like a big lumber area, I guess. Like they, you know, it's there's a bunch of loggers and they have the mills there and everything and it makes me wonder because these trees grow so fast i'm like what are they using to make these trees grow this oh really because yeah and i think that cancer is like a very prominent thing in that area and it makes me wonder if it's oh wow if it's because of that i mean i don't know it could oh you got straight conspiracy theorist on me here i don't know i'm just wondering like how many chemicals are in the soil and the water and the food like the hunters the deer or you know eating whatever from the trees like I'm the, just curious. I don't know. The if cancer it's true, is disproportionately higher there than. I don't know. It just seems like it, just it is. Seems like it seems it. like. Um, you think like some Monsanto chemicals are being sprayed and and pumped into these uh, soil and river systems or I something? I mean, not purposefully. I think that it's just whatever fertilizers fertilizers they're using for the trees. I didn't know they used fertilizer on trees. I would assume they do just because they grow so fast. They grow faster than normal. Than yeah. Well, I know that they do something because I know that trees that are like farmed, the lumber isn't, is, they grow so fast, so the lumber is like twisted and warped and. Cheaper. Yeah. Not as good. Because they're growing it fast. They're trying to make a turnover, you know? I don't know. I'd never. It was just kind of a thought that I had. I wonder if it's that. I what don't else know would it, it be? What else could it be? It's not a power plant or anything, right? It's just. I don't know. That makes sense to Why me. Why does anybody get cancer nowadays? Our diet, yeah. sugar. 
They do eat a lot of sugar, I will say that. <laughs> sugar. Sugar is like the biggest contributor to cancer, isn't it? One I don't of, know. It's got to be up. If it's not. Processed sugar, I'm <clears throat> sure. But any I don't sugar, know right? If it's... When, you, when you ingest that amount of it, like. Yeah. I mean, think about it in all the different forms, not just. Yeah. Table sugar. I mean. Brown sugar. Just think about like... carbohydrates, just bread. Right. I don't know. Uh, Beer. Well. Turns the sugar, right? I guess. That's sad. Beer's good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> you just got to moderate it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, anything in moderation. Yes, including moderation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What's next for you? I don't know. I, uh, I'm a speech pathologist. I, don't, I work in the schools in Kansas City, and right now we're... You know, just starting school back up, and it's hard to oh. look past Monday. So, <laughs> there's that. My kid needs a little help with his speech. He sees a speech person. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's gotten better at it though. That's awesome. Yeah. It's fun to see them change their speech. Yeah, you guys are great. Thanks. Yeah. You try. Yeah. <laughs> Was there any concern for you with COVID going back to school? Or with um, any of your teaching peers, like how are how are teachers locally talking about it, or what are their? It's a shit show. Is it okay? It is an absolute shit show right now. Okay. In terms of job security, I wasn't really concerned about that because we're legally bound to provide services. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fine, but we're all virtual right now, and trying oh. to navigate that is. My kid goes to school. I'm in KCPS. Okay. So I don't know if he's it's an independent by district. Yeah, he's yeah. in independence, but yeah, he goes to school. Yeah. No, I'd rather just be in school right now, mm-hmm. but it's it's just a lose-lose situation all the way around. It's just a nightmare. So that's kind of just where my mind's at right now. I'm just trying to take it day by day. Is it really stressful? Yes. Oh, no, and it's just begun. <laughs> I have a good cry every week, but really? it's fine. <laughs> oh, no. But You're probably not alone. Yeah. Probably all the administration's probably the administration i don't know if they really understand because they're basically just getting information from the higher-ups and like telling us what we need to be doing but we are like trying to actually do it and it's not working so is it gonna work this year like do you see it we have to make it work we don't really have a choice (laughs) how are the kids how are the kids handling it so far um like are you okay is it promising or do you think this is just going to be a failure all around like this remote learning school learning because that's a lot of hours for kids to be it's hard for me to say because i'm not in the classroom so i don't really know about their classroom work but there are kids that i see who really need like i have kids who are in wheelchairs who are nonverbal, who are medically fragile like they really need you to be there mm-hmm. doing hand over hand with them um they just really need you to be there like there's no way to give therapy virtually some mm-hmm. of them are blind how do you give virtual therapy to a blind child mm-hmm. you know so damn yeah damn <laughs> I, I and they're like you need to figure that out <laughs> it's like i don't know if it's possible and what if i can't yeah. what if i can't figure out? i'm just gonna talk to this kid this blind kid like yeah, it's crazy. Oh, no. Yeah, I know there was certainly talk. I don't I don't want to say 
controversy, but you know, there's just talk everywhere about what's the right answer. Do we send kids to school? Do we not send them to school? And I, I, I like that he, my kid's going to school. Mm -hmm. I think it's great. I pick him up from the bus and he's super happy. Like he's got a big smile on his face. I had a great day, dad. Mm -hmm. Cause I asked like, how was it? Oh, it was great. I love, you know, I was on recess. I got to see my friends. They need to be socializing. Yes. That is huge. No matter what age, like these these kids need to, they need hu- other human children of their own age interacting. They need now to. Now more than ever. Yeah. Too. And so I, 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 again, I wouldn't say what the right answer is for anybody, but I, because um, they gave us the option. Independence gave us the option of, of remote learning or in school learning. Oh, okay. And so I, I, I think it was a great decision to make them so far. Yeah. I don't know. They really do need to be in school. The problem is it's just lose-lose all the way around. So, yeah. I mean, we have staff shortages. I mean, and that's across the country. Like, te- there there is a teacher shortage. Um, and with Really? Ho- yes. And, I mean, we have a hard time getting substitutes when there's a teacher out. And the classrooms end up getting divided. So you have second graders in a fifth grade classroom because there's no teacher for them. I thought so many people wanted to be a teacher. Mm-mm. They want summers off. I mean, that's not anymore. The only perk. Well, <laughs> teachers don't get paid shit. Yeah. They don't get paid what they deserve. Yeah. Their expectations are through the roof. It's the mm-hmm. most stressful job. Like, I, I think that people don't realize it. They think, oh, you know, your kids come in and you sing songs and you teach them how to read it. It's not like that. You teach to a test, and if your kids don't perform on the test, then that reflects poorly on you. Everything's about testing. Mm. It's just like you can't really teach anymore. So all these teachers who are now close to retirement who are older and are probably concerned about COVID, maybe they have underlying problems or whatever, Right. they're retiring, and that's leaving an even bigger gap. Oh, okay. So... It, even if the kids all do go back, then you have issues about classroom size, about, you know, them. When your class is huge, you can't really help the kids individually who need it. Right. So that's an issue. Um, expectations like trying to keep kids socially distanced while. And keeping their masks on. Yeah. It's just. Eight hours a day or whatever. That's kinda, it's kind of, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Everyone's That's a lot to ask of these kids. My kids, yeah. my son's in second grade, and he seems to be doing pretty good with it. He's got the neck gator, and they seem to he seem he doesn't complain about it. Yeah, no, a lot of the kids are doing great. It's just like a huge expectation on the teachers right. that aren't getting paid. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard. It, it, there's no answer to it. Every you know, people are either mad at the teachers or you know saying that the kids need to go back, and then the other half of people are saying. Oh, the kids can't go back. Like that's too dangerous. It, there's just no right answer for it. <laughs> twenty twenty. Screw you. Mm-hmm. And I've said that, <clears throat> and people say that, but I don't see twenty twenty one being any different. I agree. I think it's. It uh, might get better towards the end. I don't know, but I feel like this is probably going to linger for a while. Like is twenty twenty five the year? <laughs> God, I hope it comes. Is that the year we come back? Is that like from now? <laughs> I, I I know it is, but maybe twenty twenty five. We're like, you remember twenty twenty? Mm-hmm. In twenty twenty one, 
I never in 2022. Those those years sucked. Yeah. What did I, we do? We're going to be like I think about all the the pictures from like World War Two and stuff of the kids with the gas masks and the drills that they had to like do in mm-hmm. class. And I'm thinking we are going to be in textbooks now. All the kids, you know, six feet apart in the classroom with their masks with their on mask and their on. shields. It's crazy. Yeah, there's going to be there's going to be pictures of everyone that posted their kids first day of school in 2020. Mm-hmm. Cuz my I mean I I posted a picture of of both my kids with their masks on holding up their signs, you know, preschool and second grade and Yeah. Like, 2020 looks weird for kids today. I feel bad for them. I feel really bad for the kids. I feel bad for some of the ages. I yeah. And if they're not going, I feel sorry if they're not going. Yeah. Cuz they're missing. Yeah, I feel yeah, it does suck. But I hated school. Yeah. I don't know how I would have done with it. Like, yeah, I would have sucked. <laughs> I would have had to have gone. I would have, it would have, yeah, you're right. I feel sorry for the kids, especially for the remote learning kids. I could not imagine my discipline in, in, in middle school and high school was bad. But, you know, for a, for a kid, <clears throat> for a boy, I'm not going to speak for boys. I'll speak for myself. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's a, it's a strange time when puberty hits and you've got all these hormones going and you want to play a lot of sports and you want to be a lot of, you want to be super active and you want to be social and of course girls and yeah, it's gotta be different when when you're at that age and you're stuck at home remote learning and you don't get to get these hormones in your body worked out. You know, because there's a lot of sports that aren't happening. And if you're not able, it's, yeah. Yeah, you're right, Lexi. (laughs) I've come around to your side and I feel bad for these kids. I like to think that I don't have a side because I... I Wait a minute. I just went on your side. Now you're switching sides on me? No, no, no. Are we playing ping pong here? Is this the ping pong show? I feel bad for the teachers. I feel bad for the kids. I feel bad for the parents. These parents got to go back to work. And their kids, like, how do you do school with your kid when you got to go to work? Right. It's just, that's what I mean by it's a lose-lose. Like, nobody wins. <sighs> that was really a downer. Can we talk about something happy now? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. What, how, it's okay. I set you, uh, you asked me I'm what's so next. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. No, you have nothing to be embarrassed about. You said what's next, and I was just like, I can't think past yeah. Monday. I forgot, <laughs> yeah, I forgot that you were uh, uh, in the school system, a teacher. Mm. I just thought you were just this wild... Instagram star who gets to travel the world and, and run and paint and I mean I wish have and bees paint. oh I don't think anyone wants to see me paint paint your houses or whatever oh yeah yeah well that sucks too but yeah I'd be happy painting my house all day <laughs> <laughs> yeah I had no idea yeah and you work for the Green Grove CBD mm-hmm. you got a lot of irons in the fire a lot that's probably why I'm so anxious <laughs> There's too much going on. I've been consciously trying to um, be a little less like, oh, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. Because that's the kind of person I am. Like I say yes to most things, even if I don't want to do them. Uh-huh. And I need to be careful about what I'm putting on my plate. So. I'm really bad at asking for things. 
I'm bad at that. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get good at that. And I'm the same way. Like I'll say yes to a lot of things. I'm trying to get better at that too. Even just asking for help or like support. Yeah, I'm horrible at that. Yeah. I can't do that. It's hard. Yeah, I've been trying to get I don't know. I think that's something something I could work out with a therapist. I would love to go to therapy. (laughs) I actually called my insurance and I'm like, there's gotta be like something, right? Like I need to get my anxiety under control. And they're like, no, your plan doesn't have that. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, shit. There's another problem with society. Yeah. <laughs> you wonder why everyone's crazy. Well, maybe if there was some kind of mental health support that was accessible. accessible. Yeah. Yeah. My my work does offer it, like a Good. certain number of it. I just haven't. I am, again, something I could work out with a therapist on how to not procrastinate and how, mm-hmm. how to put things off and and how to do certain things. Like, I know I have to do it. I've been wanting, not that I have to do it, but I've been wanting to do it. But I'm like, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. Because it's not like, there's not a deadline. If I don't have a deadline or something, I just keep putting shit off. And I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah. I think everybody needs to go to therapy. I think therapy became this thing that was like, oh, you need help. Like, you got to go to therapy. If you're going to therapy, like something's wrong with you. And that's not the case. I think anybody could benefit no, from something's wrong with you. strategies <laughs> to help. Yeah. So Figure this life thing out. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice, too, to just like air your problems out to someone that doesn't know you or, you know. Yeah. Someone that doesn't have like a biased opinion. Because yeah. you talk to people that you love and they're going to tell you what they think is best for you. Where a therapist is going to tell you what you actually need to get your shit together because mm-hmm. they don't know you. Like, they're going to tell you as a person, like, you're that's paying it. me to help you out. Right. That's it's their... not going to be bi- a biased opinion or a biased suggestion. They just want to help. Yeah. I need help. I'm getting help. That's it. You've got me swinging around in here, too. Look at you. <laughs> Look, you should be a life coach. That would be fun. These are the reasons to follow Lex Ule. <laughs> Lexi, this was awesome. Yes. Thank Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on last time. I thought I was having you on and it switched to uh, (laughs) the other two and it was amazing and Mm -hmm. I thought it was was great and I'm so glad that you agreed to come back one-on-one so we could talk about uh, your Instagram fame. (laughs) You're huge, blowing up, gigantic. (laughs) You could go viral any day now. I don't know how I'd do with that, but would that be scary? Would you be afraid to get super? I I would never ever want to be famous. Yeah, like I there. I mean, I share a lot on Instagram that I think would help people, but there's a lot of my personal life that I don't like air out on the internet. Like I wouldn't really want people knowing that much about me. I you know that's where I fucked up with this podcast. I've just been an open diary on here. I've let it (laughs) almost all of it out. It's bad i'm too honest on this show i'm gonna start lying a lot a lot no truth coming out of my mouth ever again on here guys Uh, man no your integrity you're honest remember i forgot Mm -hmm. not anymore i'm going dark now (laughs) (laughs) that's right i'm going dark (laughs) and that was that wrestling turn i'm going heel i'm gonna go heel be the bad guy now. I'm just have people in. I'm just gonna just be a dick, just ah, just super aggressive. <laughs> of course, I'll probably like three episodes. And people are like, I'm not coming onto your show. 
I gotta keep this train train rolling. You're too nice to do that. You wouldn't. Yeah, I'm kind of a nice guy. I'm all right. All right. Uh, anything else? Anything you'd like to say before we sign off? How people can find you? I would suggest young girls to definitely follow you. Girls of all ages, but you know, if if you got a younger female in your life that's on Instagram, you're a great follow. Thanks. I I guess um, I am an open book, so if someone like felt that they wanted to <laughs> to slide into my DMs, but like in a way that like they wanted to talk about something, holla at your girl. Yeah, I'd be happy to talk about anxiety, body image, whatever. If you just need to vent, I. Beautiful there. person. <laughs> Thank you for uh, coming. Thank you. And I don't know. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. We're out of here. Bye. Bye.